Christ is in our midst. He is Over the past four weeks, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we have been navigating the rigors of prayer and fasting that we are called to undertake during this most blessed season of great Lent. Over the past four weeks, we have been given Sundays in which the church brings or calls our attention to a certain person or event that calls us back to reflect on ourselves in order to help us refocus on Christ. Over the past four weeks, we have heard hymns throughout the services of the church that slowly but assuredly begin to call us to look toward that great marriage feast, which is now only three weeks away. And each of us has received this invitation addressed by the hand of our Lord Himself. And today, St. John Climacus, of whom the church calls to remembrance on this day, and I should add a side note here for this particular Sunday, that although the church does uh, uh, appoint the commemoration of St. John of Climacus today, because the Annunciation or the leave-taking, the apodosis of Annunciation falls on today, our Typicon calls for the suppression of St. John of Climacus and the synaxis of the Archangel Gabriel takes precedence for today because the leave-taking of Annunciation falls on today. But I'm going to talk about St. John of Climacus anyway. <laughs> but St. John calls us today to remind us that there is yet work to be done so that when the bridegroom comes, we will not find ourselves locked out of the feast without a lighted lamp because we have no oil. St. John, or St. John of the Ladder, was born in Syria in 523 A.D. At the age of 16, he joined the monastic brotherhood of that famous monastery on Sinai, uh, on Sinai, Sinai Monastery, where he labored as a monk under the obedience of his spiritual father for 19 years. And because he was attracted to the ascetic life in the desert as a hermit, he eventually fled to a secluded cell that was five, about five or so miles from that monastery. Now it's very, very difficult uh, to, to try to describe St. John's struggles in asceticism while he was in the desert. But from his writings that have survived, such as his great work of the Ladder of Divine Ascent, we can get an idea of the spiritual heights that this great saint reached. The Ladder of Divine Ascent has been food for Orthodox monks 
for nearly, for oh, well over 1,400 years. As a, no, as a matter of fact, this work of his is not only read individually, but also communi- communally in the, minist- in the monasteries during Great Lent. But although this work was originally written for monastics, we also, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, can benefit and be edified from a very careful reading of this particular work. The work itself, as we may know, focuses on 30 steps that we as Orthodox Christians must strive to undertake in our spiritual life, each rung being a closer step toward obtaining complete communion with God, or theosis. And throughout the centuries of the church, St. John stands out as a singular voice in the chorus of all the saints. He is one of the greatest teachers of how to be rid of of the weight of rubbish that often chokes out our soul. And of course, this rubbish that I refer to is the stain of sin. His ladder of divine ascent has guided millions of Christians over the centuries in struggling to overcome the weight of these passions that we all struggle with. The way that St. John points towards, I have to say, is not just simply a mental way, because our humanity is made up not only of the soul, but also of the flesh, right? It also points to a way that is physical, because our worship, as we know, is not just internal, it's, not, it's also external. It incorporates the entire self. And we do this, especially during Lent, with prostrations, with metanias. This is the physical aspect of our worship that St. John calls us to in the ladder of divine ascent. Now we'll say that although we are not all called to be monks and nuns, because to be a monastic is a calling from our Lord doesn't mean that we are not at all called to a life of asceticism because the aim of asceticism is to free this buried likeness of God within each of us to set free the river of living water to to cleanse and to scrub this temple of God which, which we are and to clean out the filth and grime that dwells there to make it an appropriate place for the heavenly king to dwell, to strive towards the acquiring of the Holy Spirit so that the light of Christ shines forth from each of us so much so that it saves thousands around us. To use a quote from St. Seraphim of Sarav. After today, there is exactly two weeks of Lent left. And of course, then followed by Holy Week. I pray, dearly beloved, that we use these next 
couple of weeks of Lent, and especially that of Holy Week, to begin to climb up the ladder that leads us to the ultimate goal of reaching our Lord and Savior. It is a difficult task, to be sure, but St. John, in the book, in his work, The Ladder of Divine Ascent, gives us the tools to be able to persevere in our struggling up this ladder, looking up, up towards Christ as He reaches down to us as we climb each rung of the spiritual ladder, if we are willing to do so. The invitation has been issued, my friends. The marriage feast is now in preparation. The Master of all calls us to cleanse ourselves with His divine help from all stain, from all sin, as we draw near to the pivotal moment in all of history when death is put to death and salvation shines from the empty tomb. Let us ready our own wedding garment by studying the work of great of the work of St. John and applying those teachings in our own life. Let nothing, nothing stand in our way of climbing the ladder one rung at a time. We must, we must put aside the weight that weighs us down, my friends. We must call out to whom who waits for us at the top of the ladder of our ascent toward the kingdom of God. He is always near. He is always ready to come at a moment's notice to do great miracles for us. The greatest of which is not necessarily the raising of the dead or the healing of the sick, which are great miracles that our Lord performed in His earthly ministry, but it is the making of our poor flesh into the glorious temple of the all-holy and divine Spirit. All of us, He asks, each and every single one of us, to start climbing the ladder, always looking up toward that next rung, that next spiritual achievement, and never going back down from the rung that we just came from. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen.